everyone. Welcome into the inaugural Under the Lights podcast. Uh, I am Kyle Parmley, the sports editor at Starnes Media. I uh, joined tonight and all season long, hopefully, by Gary Lloyd, uh, one of our one of our great uh, freelance writers. He contributes a lot to our papers, to our sports coverage, to our high school football coverage on Friday nights. Uh, Gary, how you doing, man? I'm good, Kyle. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. We are just a few days from the outset of the 2022 high school football season. So um, it seems like it gets here a little earlier every single year. But uh, I know I know you've been chomping at the bit for quite some time now. <laughs> Always. Well, you know, I, I don't do it full time anymore. So, you know, it's that August to December rush for me. And uh, I just can't wait till till we get things kicked off every year. Well, we were talking a little bit. I think this is my 10th, 10th football season. Uh, this will be my seventh here at Starnes, and then a, a few more before that, before I was doing it uh, on a full-time basis. How long have you been covering high school sports? Uh, I think I, I started, I think I covered maybe half the 2008 season and every year since. So I think I'm embarking on uh, year 15. I've been covering this as the sport as many years as some of these kids were about to cover. So uh, <laughs> feeling a little gray, but excited, energized, ready to go. Yeah. Well, that's one of the fun things is that the, uh, the student athletes, they stay the same age, but we always seem to get a year older every year. So somehow that works out. Yeah. Every, um, every year I get called sir more and more every <laughs> year. Yep. Nope. No, same here. But uh yeah, so really excited to get the season started. If you are in uh, the Birmingham Metro over the mountain type area, the Under the Lights magazine is officially out in the world. Uh, there's a few places you can pick it up around town. Uh, I'm gonna, I'll make sure to repost some locations where you can grab it. Uh, if you don't see it, you can always reach out to me, and and I'll uh, make sure that that you get your hands on a copy. Uh, so, uh, Gary. It's it's that time of year, man. We've got we've got football in the air. So just kind of give me give me something that you're looking forward to this year. Uh I th I think more than anything for me, just just because so many of the schools that we do cover uh are, are in that 7A region three footprint. Um, you know, eight schools in that region, and then half those schools have new head coaches this year. I wrote about it in that magazine that you just mentioned. Um, you know, you've got Tim Vacakis now at Spain Park, coming from Jack nine years at Jackson Olin. Wade Waldrop moves back down uh, down to the Birmingham area uh, to take the head job at Hoover. Uh, Robert Evans kind of coming back home to Vestavia Hills, where where he prepped um, after what four years at Mountain Brook as the DC. Hoover before that, and then uh, Todd Cassidy uh, taking the reins at at Chelsea uh, as they move up to seven A this year for the first time. Um, so I got to talk to all those guys this summer and just get their expectations, what they thought about the region, you know, what their experience has been in the past with that region, if anything. And I'm just really looking forward to that, just some of that new blood, you know, some of the, the mindsets there, the, obviously the X's and the O's, what, what they do on offense, defense, special teams. But for us, selfishly, just getting to talk with these guys and see what they're all about and see how they motivate these kids. So the, the new blood in 7A Region 3 is really what I'm looking forward to most this year. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it, it's crazy that there's so much 
uh, newness, uncertainty. Like there's not the last several years you you're familiar with the faces and in the teams and programs and have an idea of what you're going to get. Uh, and, and this year there's just so much that we just don't know. And a lot of, like you mentioned, those, those new guys that are either new to the region, coming back to the region and what have you. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll tell you one other thing that outside of region three, which we have a lot of teams to cover in region three, but outside of that, um, you know, we've got a, we've got a five-star quarterback in our coverage area. Uh, Christopher Vizina at Briarwood Christian School um, has been, this will be his fourth year starting for the Lions. Um, it's just, um, I know you've got a, you've got a big feature story on, on Chris in the, in the magazine. It's just so cool to, to be able to cover a guy like him that, um, you know, we, we both covered big time athletes in the past and they're, you know, everybody's trying to get, get, get a hold of them and, and get a piece of them that, that you never really quite get to know them all that well. But that's one of the, the great things about Chris and his family is that they're so, they're so down to earth. They're so, they're so approachable. Like, I mean, you know, we've gotten to know this guy and his family over the years and, and they're just great people. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what he can put together in one last high school season before he goes off to Clemson to play for Dabo. It's uh, it's, it's, it's going to be really cool to see what, what he's got in store. Well, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head of what my feature story on him is kind of about, you know, everybody trying to get a piece of him. And, you know, when I approached him to to do that story, you know, I was like, what do you want to talk about? You know, it's kind of a tactic I've used in the past, you know, like I know you have to talk about Clemson. You have to talk about visits and top fives and how tall are you this week? And, you know, what camps are you going to out West? And kids get tired of that. And uh, I was like, what do you want to talk about? You know, we talked a lot about life. We talked a lot about the classroom. We talked a lot about community, faith, all, all these different things. We hardly talked about the X's and O's of football. We hardly talked about Clemson. And so I think that story in particular will give people a really good look at Christopher Vizina, the guy. And uh, I hope that comes across. Yeah, no doubt. That'll be those are just a couple of the things we'll have to to dive into. I mean, you, you even look back at Clay Chalkwell winning the 6A title last year, uh, stuff like that. There will just be storylines of plenty as we get going. But um, once we get, you know, actual football under our belt, we'll have more things to talk about on this show. But let's let's just go ahead and, and dive right into the first week of ball games. Um, on this uh, first Thursday night, we get to open the season with Vestavia Hills playing host to Mountain Brook. I mean, that'll be – a ton of fun renewing a, a longtime rivalry between those schools. Uh, you mentioned Robert Evans taking over at Vestavia. That's his alma mater, but he's been the D, the D coordinator at Mountain Brook the last four years and done an outstanding job there. So um, I'm really, really looking forward to seeing what this matchup had last year at Mountain Brook won by 30 and that this game is, should not be like that. So um, I think it'll be a, a charged environment for Evans first game at the helm. And uh, yeah, this will, this will be a, a really, really cool battle between those two those two programs and communities. Well, it's kind of like what storyline do you want to pick? You know, you've got Robert Evans returns home, you know, if you want to say it that way. You've also got Robert Evans faces former team. You've also got, I mean, I, I don't want to discount a new video board that's massive. You know, that's, you know, it's just fun. You know, it's a fun kind of thing. What the energy is going to be like. And then, just what, what is Vestavia Hills going to look like? You know, we had Buddy Ball for, for 43 years. Yep. You know, Sean Calhoun won one year last year. 
And Coach Evans is just a, a fiery guy. And I don't know what they're going to look like, but just listening to him, I'm excited to see them. So that, that's going to be a very charged environment Thursday night. Yep, and we'll both be there. So, uh, yeah, you you guys will get plenty of content from that game. Uh, also going on that first Thursday night, uh, Chelsea is taking on Helena at the Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, uh, part of the Champions Classic you know, kickoff event that the uh, Alabama High School Athletic Association puts together in Montgomery every year. Uh, Chelsea, one of those new teams in, in Class 7A Region 3 with a new head coach, um, a county rivalry uh, being played a little bit south. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, they've Chelsea and Helena have been 6A, like, area region foes several times over the years. Yeah. But now Chelsea's 7A. But uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see what, what both teams bring to the table early on. Yeah. I mean, that's – Chelsea might have one of the toughest schedules in the state, right? I mean, uh, you know, 7A Region 3 notwithstanding. I mean, you, you open up with Helena and the Crampton Bowl. Uh, you know, the Chelsea's lost, you know, they lost, you know, Coach Goodwin left to, to go to Thompson, I believe. Yeah. Um, they lost that that defensive lineman, Emmanuel Waller, to some rezoning. He's now at, what, Oak Mountain? Yep. Um, and I think the quarterback uh, that played last year might have left as well, so – replacing a lot of parts and be interested to see what they look like going up against some of these bigger 7A schools and obviously a school that's played so well in recent years in 6A like Helena. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, just a side note, one cool thing that I thought um, Todd Cassidy was really emphasizing as he takes over the Chelsea job is like his big thing on the football field is taking the right first step after every snap. And, I mean, that's as basic of a fundamental as you can find. And, but you correlate that to taking the first step as a program, you know, he's taking over there. Now, what kind of first step are they going to take this first game, this first season and all that? So we'll see. It's going to, like you said, uphill battle for sure. Um, but yeah, so moving on, those are the two games we've got on Thursday, um, heavy slate on Friday. Let's start by looking at uh, the game that I'll be going to and covering uh, two top five teams uh, in our uh, Sports Writers Association preseason poll in 7A, Hewitt Trustful heading down to uh, Phoenix City, uh, one of my favorite places, as as many know. Um, so Hewitt Trustful takes on Central Phoenix City down there. Um, you know, a couple a couple great coaches in Josh Floyd and Patrick Nix. Uh, Nix took Central to the state championship game last year, um, and they should be really good again this year. So this is uh, going to be quite a test for Hewitt right off the bat. Hewitt's got – um, some goals this year, you know, they've been they've been right in that, you know, seven, eight win regular season team the last several years, get the second round of the playoffs. And then what? You know, they, they're really pushing to, to try to break through and, and do something a little bit more and and a stout test to start off down that path. Yeah. I mean, that game just just has some dudes on both sides. You know, I mean, what you, you've got a DB, I think. uh going to what Georgia from central Phoenix city, a wide receiver to Auburn, a D lineman to Penn state, you know, Hewitt Trussell's got Hunter Osborne, you know, that, that recently committed to Alabama. Uh, and then a defensive back Ricky Gibson that just committed to Tennessee uh, over this, over the weekend. Um, I, I'm really curious to see not just this game, but all season long, how Hewitt Trussell evolves offensively. You know, they've, they, they've had some you know, big names the last few years. And, you know, Josh Floyd's son, Peyton, kind of takes the the helm on offense here. And I'm, I'm curious to see what guys 
step up throughout the year and who's going to make a name for themselves this year? Because I, th- I think that defense is going to be pretty solid this year. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. So, yeah, good good top five test right off the bat. Uh, oddly enough, there's another top five matchup start of the season as well. Um, part of that champions kickoff in Montgomery, Hoover is going to take on Auburn. Uh, yeah, I mean, big, that's big time matchup. Uh, you mentioned Wade Waldrop taking over at Hoover. Uh, Keith Etheridge is in his second year at Auburn, and Keith Etheridge knows how to win, um, and and he's going to continue doing that uh, in year two at Auburn. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's this is another one, just like for Hewitt. I mean, it's going to be a right off the bat. You're going to find out where Hoover is in terms of yeah. getting everything up to speed with a almost brand new coaching staff, lots of new personnel, and and just figuring that out. So. Um, I can't wait to to hear how that one goes as well. Yeah, I mean, we're not easing into this season at all, are we? I not mean, we're just all. bang right out of the chute. And you know, I, I think Hoover. You know, I'm you know, I'm just pontificating here. But you know, Amari Williams comes back at running back. Feels like a guy that you're you're probably gonna lean on a good bit early on with whoever has won that quarterback job. I I don't know. Um, and then lean on that defense, you know, play a strong physical running game and, you know, kind of let your, let your defense carry you. So I'm, you know, just like you, big, big curiosity in that early season test to see where Hoover's at with a new coach. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Another game, the the one that you'll be at uh, big time 6A matchup, the defending state champions, Clay Chalville hosting Briarwood. Um, Man, what do you, what do you think about that? I saw that in the, in the playoffs last year and it was, it was some. It was a competitive game, and then Clay Chaltwell just proved too much uh, toward the end of the you know the third and fourth quarters. Yeah, I mean, other than that, like Gardendale game last year, Clay Chaltwell seemed to almost if if they were close in a game, by the end of it, you felt like they might have just been playing with a team, you know, letting them hang around almost because that first half that you saw against Briarwood compared to that second half against Briarwood you saw last year, just absolute night and day. And, you know, Clay Chaltville returns, what, the wide receivers that are so good. They lose quarterback Caleb Johnson, but they get a quarterback from Oxford. Uh, so Clay Chaltville is probably going to do what Clay Chaltville always does. They're going to be athletic. They're going to be long, you know, all those things. Briarwood, we've talked about it. Christopher Vizina, not sure what all he has around him. You know, they lost right. running back Luke Rebels. Uh, probably replacing some guys on the outside. Ethan Anderson was a big play guy last year. Um, so, you know, Briarwood, you can just about always count on their defense. So, you know, that's a top five matchup in 6A, uh, and I'll be out there at Cougar Stadium and kind of see how that one unfolds. I mean, I think that's a good test for both teams just because there's going to be so much newness. You know, you, you've got – Christopher Vizina, who's been there forever, but he's working with new guys. Clay Chalton's got a brand new quarterback under center. So a lot of question marks on both sides to kind of flush out. Yeah, no doubt. So, yeah, just a lot of great games to start off. Another one that will be pretty interesting to see, uh, Holman and John Carroll are playing each other at Samford. Uh, the Battle of Lakeshore is what they're calling it. Uh, they, hadn't, they hadn't played each other in a few years. Um, but Homewood's got – they got Woods Ray back at quarterback. They got some other weapons yeah. back on that offense that was pretty good last year before Woods got hurt uh, in the second half of the season. Uh, Homewood's defense has some question marks, but Freddie Lawrence, the D coordinator there, does a fantastic job, and, and they'll be good again on that side of the ball. Uh, John Carroll, will, will they'll go into this game as, as the clear underdog, but um, Will Morris has done some fantastic things at John Carroll, uh, getting them back to, to relevance and being really competitive in that 5A 
uh, level. They've gone five and five the last two years. So um, this is this is good. This is more more than the result. It's a great game for the, uh, those communities mm-hmm. and, and really getting to to have some community pride and, and seeing how that shakes out that night. Yeah, and Homewood, I mean, what, the last couple of years, they've won, what, six, seven games, kind of the last two, three years. Right. I, and, and I think Coach Bergeson, you know, said to you, they're kind of looking to turn that corner, mm-hmm. I think is what he said. And it does feel like that kind of year for them. Uh, you know, you've got a third-year returning quarterback. Um, like you said, weapons on the outside. You know, a lot of production is back on offense. You know, two wide receivers that are back, uh, running backs, you know, They've got a lot of guys. I just wonder about that that 6A Region 3. That's going to be – I don't know what it is about Region 3, regardless of classification, but that's going to be a fight for the playoffs. I mean, the Patriots go – I'm looking – they go to Helena, to Pelham, and then they'll get to host – don't sleep on Calera. They'll host Calera and they'll host Briarwood. All of those are region games. I mean, only four of those five teams can get in. I mean, that's a tough region. So they're going to have to take care of some business. Yeah, when you mentioned Kalira, they're a team that that a lot of people is kind of saying to to look out for, and, and they they play Spain Park first game of the year, uh, so it'll be quite a test to, to see what Spain Park is is going to have going uh, under Tim Vakakis in his first year there. How do you see that one? The Spain Park, the Spain Park game. Yeah, talking to him, I just like, I mean, they return Evan Smallwood at quarterback they're going to be really good on the defensive front. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've got guys that have, I think three guys that have college offers maybe just on the defensive line. Yeah. Um, so I think they're going to be good up front. And, you know, Tim Vakakis, that, that's his bread and butter is that is those in the trenches, man. And they, uh, you know, he, we were talking this summer and he talked about how much stronger all the guys are getting. I don't remember the numbers he told me, but it was, crazy how many guys were maxing out at a certain weight and how in just a couple months time how much stronger so many guys were and that they're hungry you know they've had losing seasons what four years in a row or something like that and you know that's that's just not Spain Park so uh, I'm really interested to see I I think that's a a measuring stick game for both teams you know Kalir is kind of on the up and up and Spain Park's hoping to get there and uh, I'm really, really curious to see that program re-energize because that's just that's just a really fun place to to go. Uh, you know, great kids and you know a great coach and Tim Bacacus. So really interested to see them. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another game we got Oak Mountain is playing Northridge. Uh, Oak Mountain. This is the first. The first start of the season without Evan Smith, the quarterback, in quite a long time. Uh, it's uh, not going to be – it's not going to be easy to replace him by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, but I will say I think they feel really good about their defense. Um, they've got some guys that are back from last year that were already really productive last year, and you would expect no different this year. Now that offense is going to have to figure it out. Uh, we just don't know what it's going to look like yet. Um, a lot of new skill guys. Um, there's, there's a few offensive linemen that – that head coach Tyler Crane feel I mean they they played last year and were really good last year so there are some there's some pieces um there but yeah a lot of unknown for Oak Mountain yeah I mean I think that I think that like you said I think that defense is is going to be stout I think I mean they returned some guy a lot of good guys and then they got that transfer from Chelsea that that I mentioned a little bit ago and then I I think Will O'Dell at quarterback I mean he's just going to be a sophomore I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I mean, 
when I saw him last year, he got he got to play when Evan Smith had, had was dealing with some injury. Well, you only get to come in as a freshman and play oh Thompson, Hewitt Trustful, and Clay Chalkwell. Yeah. Good luck, kid. Right. You know, and you know, I I believe I was at that Oak Mountain Thompson game where where Evan went down. And you know, Thompson was Thompson, their best team in the state, bar none. But this kid, he came in and you could just he he wasn't scared. Now, like I'm not saying he's out there, you know, throwing it all over the place, but you could see a confidence about him, even as a freshman. And as that grows and he learns, you know, the offense more and just gets more and more comfortable, I think he's gonna be a, a kid that that we're really talking about over the next couple of years. Yeah. I, I I'm looking forward to it. It's like you said, it's you can't glean anything from what you saw from from Willowdale last year because that, those were the three best teams on Oakmount schedule the whole season. So I mean, like, how are, I don't know really how you how you measure that up. Um, now you've you've got the off the offense set up for him, and um, yeah, we'll we'll see how they go. Um, and then the last game that is on our radar, uh, Pinson Valley heads to Florence. Uh, Lee Guest taking over at Pinson Valley. He's been he's been the only position coach that's held over from the last two coaching staffs. He was on staff with Patrick Nix, was on staff with Sam Shade, and, and now it's his turn to run the show. So he'll have a tall task to keep the Indians at that that high level that they've been at the last several seasons. I love a story like that, though. You know, coaches move around so much, by and large, these days. And, you know, I didn't even realize I, – I didn't know that Lee was on staff with, with Patrick until recently. I knew he was there with Sam Shade. But it, it's cool to see a guy stay – you know, do his time and just keep building, building, and now he's got his shot. And, you know, I'm a little biased because he is a Hewitt Trustful guy. Uh, you know, he was catching catching bombs when I was in, like, middle school, junior high from uh, Brandon Cox yep. uh, out at old Jackwood Stadium. So uh, I, I'm, I'm really – I keep using the word curious, but I, I really want to see what what he brings, you know, leading that program and leading an Indians team that's that's got a lot of guys to, to replace and uh, – just see what he can build out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Gary, once we get some football in the books, we'll actually have some some more things to incorporate into this uh, Under the Lights show. Uh, we plan on doing this every week uh, to just kind of recap some games, look ahead to some games, uh, just really, you know, an extra piece of content during football season. I know all of us love football so much and, and love covering it, love being a part of it. Uh, so I, I'm excited to get going. Uh, if you, you know, every – Thursday there's games and, and definitely every Friday. Uh, be sure to be following all of us on on social media. I'm at Kyle Parmley on Twitter. Gary at Gary A. Lloyd. Gary A. Lloyd on Twitter is, is how you find Gary. Um and and we'll have a, a host of host of other guys that will be covering games for us. Um Starnes Media, the company that that I work for, uh, we cover 10, 12 schools, however you, you slice it up on a given Friday night. Um, so if you find them in the magazine, the Under the Lights magazine, we'll be, we'll be covering them throughout the season. So, um, yeah, like I said, Gary, I'm uh, excited to get going. Um, any final thoughts on, on this, this kind of season preview? No, I'm just ready to get going. I'm, I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready for our, I think you and I tweet something similar uh, on Friday afternoons. I'm, I'm ready for the stop by and say hello. I'm just yeah. ready to see people and be out there, man. Yeah, no doubt. That's what that's what I always always throw in there when I kind of put out there where I'm going. Uh, stop by and say hello if you see us. So um, yeah, 
uh, Gary, well, thanks for thanks for joining on this first one, and uh, we'll be we'll be doing these all season long. So um, yeah, just really appreciate everyone listening in, and uh, let's play football. <laughs>